Maui Wowie, you just heard me talk about the fascinating career and life of one of the whitest men in NBA history, Will Perdue. To discuss further, my good friend, a man, some would say he has Will Perdue vibes. Fantastic comedian, college hooper, still hooping. Big Walkowski champion. You ever want you ever want to chip out there at the Walkowski? Bro, I have yet to win a big Walkowski. You know, there's there's a lot of reasons I could give you, but the point is we just haven't gotten it done. And um But here's the thing. I didn't get hurt. And so hey, that's a win. That's a win, dude. That's a dub. That's how I play these days. If I didn't get hurt uh and I hit a couple buckets, hey man, we won. And that voice you hear, our guest, the the luscious sounds of Kenny DeForest, everybody. Let's go. Thank you, Jamel. Woo! Honestly, the biggest compliment you could give a man is that he's got Will Purdue vibes. Cause I am a scrapper, baby. You're a scrapper. You, honestly, though, you give me Luke Longley vibes. Damn. That's the red in the beard, though. That's the red hair. That's what I'm saying. That's just the red hair. Yeah, man. What's important is that you recognize that I am a goon because that is what I am. That's what I came to do. I came to go right up to your best player and go nose (laughs) to nose and try to get him to punch me in the throat. So he's got to be escorted out by security. That's what I came to do. You know what I'm saying? It's where all of the uh, proud boy energy should have gone. (laughs) This is what... Yeah. The Proud Boy thing spun out of control. Yeah. The Proud Boys are just the dudes that never got picked in gym class. Like, we could have avoided a lot of problems if we had just picked the Proud Boys last and just explained what a goon is and been like, look, man, I'm going to need you to, you know, I know you're wearing Doc Martens to gym class right now because you're a weird kid. I'm going to need you to go (laughs) kick that kid in the shin over there so we can win a chip. And and show the Proud Boys what it's like to be part of something bigger than yourself. Yeah. Get your ass beat for the team. Yeah, that's right. We're going to take your laces away, but that's, you know, you got to earn those back by getting your ass kicked. That's fine. Yeah. So, Kenny, you're a a real live Bulls fan. We met in Brooklyn and watched a a Bulls-Wizards game at a bar. And this was like, to give you an idea of the era, this is like prime John Wall, Bradley Beal. Prime John Wall ascending Bradley Beal with Mm -hmm. a uh, still might come back to previous form Derrick Rose-led Bulls team. Was it Tibbs? Tibbs was still fucking around. Were you guys dealing with Carlos Boozer? Was it a Carlos Boozer experience? It was a Carlos Boozer experience. Honestly, my least favorite Bull of all time is Carlos Boozer. Um, that makes a ton of sense. He, you know, he just doesn't fit what the Chicago Bulls are supposed to be all about. You know, he talks to the refs more than LeBron and James Harden, but with half the talent. And so that's what it is for me. You know, like it's all of the like <laughs> and not playing defense, but then like 16 points yeah. game instead of 30. It's like, I don't know, man. It was the painted on beard for me. Mm. Yeah, the, the spray painted dome. <laughs> Was that was ooh? He did that with a roller, man. <laughs> it was nuts. That shit was nuts, man. Dude, if you listen, if you won a national championship at Duke and were a perennial All Star in the NBA, and the thing you're remembered for is that time you painted your head, that is bad. That is bad. It's rough, man. That should not be your legacy. <laughs> you got to really mess up if that. If you won that much. 
But your legacy is your head. You made a big mistake, Carlos. Every time I hear Carlos Boozer, he's like, hey, remember when Prince rented my house? It's like, no, dude, let's just let's stick to the paint. <laughs> uh, anywho, so you're a Bulls fan for life. We're around the same age. So it's like you're kind of just born into the Jordan era. Oh, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which sounds unreal. Yeah. You know, when I grew up, it's like I was basically a fan of the New York Yankees, but for basketball. And so you just get really accustomed to like, we win every year. That's it. And uh, yeah, there's just no way around it. Yeah. And I definitely took it for granted. I mean, maybe I didn't take it for granted because my dad and I watched a shitload of Bulls games. Um, But I just didn't know. I didn't have the perspective to appreciate fully what I was witnessing. Carlos Boozer, least favorite bull. Where does Will Purdue rank? in your all-time Bulls? Well, he, so sadly, he is just behind uh, another goofy white center. I was a, I was a Bill Winnington head from way back. From way back. Bill had the goon tendencies. He also had a really, like, nice tapered beard. And he had touch. Will yeah. Purdue and his stash was crispy. It was so crispy, dude. And also, like he was Canadian, so he added that international flair. We had a lot of international flair going on at the time. We got Luke Longley, the Aussie. We got Bill Winnington, the Canuck. Carlos Boozer, who, who is American, but he's you know he's from Alaska, which it's like what even is that? We had Tony Kukoc holding it down for Croatia. You know, we were we were we were expansive. But Will Purdue, I would say, Will Purdue for the laughs alone is a top ten bull for me. My friend and I used to call him Smelly Will Purdue, despite having no tangible evidence that he, in fact, was a smelly man. But we just kind of knew. He's like one of those guys that, you know, Will Purdue kind of smells. And sure, honestly, for the laughter alone, top 10 bull all time. Is there like a favorite Will Purdue on court memory? Did he like check in the game without his pants on one time? Honestly, or? this is the best part about Will Purdue's legacy is I don't know that I remember a single minute of basketball he played for the Bulls. I was aware that he was on the team. But, I mean, when you ask me this question, if I'm being honest with you, Jamel, <laughs> when I say picture Will Purdue playing basketball, it, it's a blank slate. I, nothing comes to mind. There's a lot of him in, like, the cool 90s warm-ups, kind of doing, like, the Larry Bird towel spin sort of thing on the sideline. I do think he went at it. One of the playoff series in the first three-peat, maybe the Pistons, I remember him getting really physical. Maybe like a Bill Lambeer. He was like the anti, he was like the anti-Lambeer. You know, you throw him out there and just see if you can get him to hit Lambeer or something. For sure. He's got nuts. After watching The Last Dance, I was like, oh yeah, we're produced like a goofy guy. But he's got, like, goofy nuts. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sometimes those are the guys. Like, some of the guys I played with in college were, like, the goofiest dudes off the court. And then whenever it was time to play, we're just, you know, whatever screw is loose to make them goofy is the screw that's loose that makes them really hard on the court, too. Yeah. You know? mm -hmm. That Venn diagram going on in yeah. their brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of hooper hoopers are very goofy. It's true. They're watching anime. Yeah, I remember. You know, it's funny. I just remembered this. So, like, because Napoleon Dynamite was on the other day, and someone was like, man, I love this movie. And I think, so this is something I've noticed growing up in basketball. When you're white and play basketball, sometimes you are overly critical of white culture because you're constantly embarrassed around your black teammates by what white folks are up to, right? Sure. So when Napoleon Dynamite came out, 
I was very like, oh man, this is like that goofy white shit. But then my black teammates loved Napoleon Dynamite. It was like their favorite movie they've ever seen. It's really good. And then like for the f- first time in a while, I was like, I was like, yeah, that's that's what that's what we do. <laughs> Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like in my head, I don't want to speak for all of Black America, but like, yeah, that's just how we think y'all all act. We think you're all Napoleon Dynamite already. So it's like. We like it when you're just being that, like, yeah, just be goofier, yeah, bro. Yeah. No, it's all good. You can just... Yeah. Make more more music without <laughs> drums. Keep going. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, more more uh, pedophile glasses <laughs> eat your goofy white ass. Yeah. You don't have to be yeah. one. Just wear them dumb glasses, bro. You look great. <laughs> Yeah, man. Um, so, point being, great movie. Yeah, that's. I think we can, we all, can agree. all agree. An American yeah, classic, without a doubt. And Will Perdue was not he, in that bit. But honestly, you know, to bring it back to Will Perdue, he could have been. Like that is the thing. It's like Will Perdue vibes. He could have been. He's the guy that beat Uncle Rico. A basketball scene with him. That's Rico's nemesis. That'd have been fire. Yeah, man, I could see it. He he dunked on Uncle Rico. In like '88 at the at the Idaho summer, <laughs> the Idaho Potato Jam will produce big ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> man, yeah, I don't remember Will playing either, man. But you know, Purdue on the back of a jersey. I wanted it because like Purdue Farms mm-hmm. was so hot mm-hmm. in the '90s. It's like Bulls X. Chicken thighs, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, do you eat the, you eat those uh, the breaded chicken patty joints? You ever have those? Oh, for sure. Are you kidding that me? Was a go-to, dude. I put a little cheese on there, melt it in the microwave, dip it in ketchup. Come on. Ooh, yeah, that's yeah. I sometimes I do barbecue sauce instead, and I would I would think I was being oh. like refined. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, this is like yeah. That, I mean, hey, up. listen, honestly, you weren't wrong, bro. That is uh, that's upper echelon for sure. Also, I like that his name was Purdue and he went to Vanderbilt, like a different SEC school with gold and black colors. Like he could have been Will Purdue on Purdue. Because really, if you're good enough to play at Vanderbilt, you probably could have gone to Purdue. Well. Although Purdue was kind of hot in the 90s. I remember that Gene Cady. Gene Cady walked so Stan Van Gundy could sweat through his <laughs> suit jacket. <laughs> Without a doubt, dude. Yes. Without a doubt. Do you, when you was a kid, did you hate Jerry Krause? Did, did it, like, get down to you where you were like, you know what? Krauss is the devil. Yeah. No, I did. I think um, anybody that would dare to disagree with Michael Jordan was a sworn enemy to me. You know, obviously, that's my guy. Uh, always and forever. I will. I want to be like Mike. And by that, I mean um, alone and friendless at the age of 60, drinking whiskey by myself. I want to be like Mike all the way through. Hey. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Like, I want to, I want to be estranged from my own children because, you know, I talk trash to them like they're uh, opponents of mine. Yeah. Like they were Kwame Brown. Yeah. 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 I want to talk to my own son like he's Kwame Brown until he uh, gets caught <laughs> tweeting at porn stars at University of Southern Florida. So I'm a Mike man all the way through, bro. But Kraus, yeah, I, it's weird because I was like young. I was born in 86. So like. The first repeat, I was a true child, but I was old enough to be aware of the fact that he was 
trying to get rid of Phil Jackson and break up the team. And like, I don't know that I understood what ego is at that time, but I identified something in Jerry Krause that I would later describe as ego. Because it was just like, who cares if you inherited some of this team, dude? This is the best team that's ever existed. Why would you break this up? You know what I mean? Like, sometimes the, sometimes the smartest move is to not do anything. What are you doing? Me, personally, I'm a Scottie Pippen guy, just as an outside observer. The original Kawhi. Exactly. So I have, to, I have to give my guy, Will, double points. Played with him twice, Chicago mm-hmm. and Portland. That Portland team, if I'm being honest, one of my favorite teams ever. The, J- the Jail Blazers? Unreal. You know who was low-key my favorite player on that team, which is hilarious? Brian Grant. I was a big Brian Grant head, dude. I, he was the only dude I hated. I hated I Brian loved Grant. Brian Grant, bro. Uh, I loved the blonde dreads. I loved the, the, the game that could only exist in the 90s. Obviously, like, Sheed was my fave, but, like, that's, like, a no-brainer. It's like saying Michael Jordan's your favorite bull. It's like, okay, cool. Yeah, sure. You're just, you're like, look, man, there's other people out here. You're just trying to acknowledge that That's right. team sport. I, yeah, Brian Grant was the Luke Longley of those Blazers teams, and I respect those guys. You know what I mean? I would say he was the Will Purdue, but Will Purdue was also on the team. Yeah, he was also Will Purdue there. I mean, Brian Grant, my thing with him was just, just watching Shaq abuse him. It almost mm-hmm. brought me to tears. I'm in Virginia. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, please. Right. Brian, what have no. you done? Yeah, I mean, that was their fault for running out of 6'9 center in the West. What are you doing? Well, the real problem was Sabonis' knees. Yes. And also communist or like uh just the Soviet Union. I think they probably also are to blame a little bit. Yeah, I think there's a lot to blame for Arvidas. Um, you know, co- communism, seven foot tall, three hundred and fifty pound frame. Coming over at the age of 30 to be a rookie. There was a lot, a lot, a lot happening there. I got to check back in. Rashid Wallace and Bonzi Wells have been doing a podcast. Whoa, really? And they had Tim Donaghy on as a guest. That's crazy. Did they beat his ass? It was insanity. I think it's like Bonzi clearly mm-hmm. wanted to. But Rashid is like, come on, man, let's get this money kind of kept everything on track. Bonzi was low-key the wildest member of that team. She took all the heat. His name is Bonzi. Yeah, his name is like literally what you yell before you do something borderline suicidal. It's like <laughs> what you yell before you jump off a cliff and you're not sure if the water's deep enough. Bonzi Wells! I'm saying Bonzi Wells. I'm not even stopping it. Just Bonzi. I'm going full <laughs> full name as I break my feet on a rock. Bonzi Wells! Oh! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I needed Portland to win that just one, just so Scotty could just have one. Scotty was so underrated. It was, and the last dance vindicated him a little bit, but then of course it's Michael Jordan. That whole documentary was great, but it was very clearly Michael Jordan being like, it was, it was all about clearing Mike's name. I mean, at the end of the day, yeah. at the end of the day, this was Michael Jordan's version of the story. And he wanted to make sure that everybody knew he was the hero at all times. And it was like, come on, dude. You're just like putting, throwing Scotty under the bus. Like, what are we doing here, bro? Come on. And like making sure we know that he was food poisoning game and not the hangover game. It's like, bro, a jazz fan did not bring you a fucking shady pizza, man. Come on. I don't know what to believe about the pizza. 
I'll need to see Will's version of events. Yeah, that's actually good ask. Through the eyes of William mm. H. Purdue. I don't know his H. What do you think H stands for? Henry? That could be fun. Uh, I don't think it is. Yeah, I don't think yes, it is right. an H. I just, it felt right. He's a, you know what? Will Purdue is a great uh, analyst, man. He's got a show on SiriusXM that I listen to all the time. For real? Yeah, he's got a lot of personality. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Is will the goofy white center ever return to the NBA? We've decided they can't be goofy anymore. They almost can't even be centers anymore. They definitely can't throw punches anymore. You know who's close to filling the Will Purdue role is Robin Lopez. But I don't even think he's white. He's Cuban, right? Hey, my son. But he feels he feels that he's like goofy, you know, kind of half the reason you like having him on your team is because you just laugh at the way he looks and moves. But then also he's like, he'll make plays. And he's like, yeah. you know, you don't want to you don't discount Robin, but you're also not like pumpties there. You're just like, hey, that's a guy. He, he has. I refer to uh, the way he plays as Robin Lopez disease. <laughs> he always spins the wrong way. He's always he'll like. He'll get a perfect entry pass, a pass so good, yeah, it's almost too good. And every time he spins away from the basket, it's like, dude, just fucking dunk it. But all he knows is hook shots. All he does is work on hook shots. He's got the best hook shot in the world. Why would he I know, do anything it's so else? Stupid. And I the guess. hook shot's so ugly too. It's just like it's just like a it's like a half finger roll, half hook shot. Yeah. It looks like he doesn't have full use of his shoulder. It's wild. But, you know, so not to pivot off of Robin too hard, but I was actually thinking coming into this, who was like the last Will Purdue? Ooh. And I came up with Mark Madsen and Andres Bedrins. Bedrins. Wow. Great pull. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember him on the Baron Davis Warriors? Yeah. Of course. Another one of the greatest teams ever assembled. Oh, I love that team, dude. Honestly... I know this is not the Steven Jackson episode, but Steven Jackson found himself around a lot of winning in his, in his career. And uh, I don't think he gets enough credit as like the OG, you know, we didn't have the phrase DN three wing back then, but Steven Jackson was like, Steven Jackson was, was Trevor Ariza before Trevor Ariza was Trevor Ariza. And I think better than Trevor Ariza because he could create his own shot. Oh, for sure. And he was clutch. His, like, field goal percentage goes up Yeah, in the fourth. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he was like, because, you know, one thing we've learned from Malice at the Palace and The Last Dance is to be an elite defender, you have to be out of your mind, right? Like, Ron Artest and Dennis Rodman yeah. are kind of the same guy. They're both just, like, leaving the team and... Tortured souls. Yeah, out here drinking Hennessy. Like, just, yeah, tortured souls. Just wild, wild guys. Yeah, Hennessy in the Gatorade bottle. Right, right. And, like, how do both guys have it? Come on. That's crazy. (laughs) Are we in a simulation? You know? But 
But Steven Jackson had that, but he like, it was like controlled. He, he was just a bulldog, man. And like, he, he wasn't leaving the team. Like, in fact, Steven Jackson's the guy where it's like, bro, you got to leave the gym. You got to go home. You know? And he's like, I don't want to go home, man. I don't like what happens when I go home. Like, you know, he had that kind of. <laughs> Steven Jackson is hood royalty. Uh, Steven Jackson would rather play on double rims. <laughs> if it was up to him. <laughs> yeah, he thinks the single rims are too easy. He's like, come on, bro. Yeah, he's like, this is bullshit. <laughs> it's not windy. This is yeah, dumb. Oh, man. Yeah, he's so good. And I, I honestly, I think nothing is more Will Purdue than the fact that you can't have a Will Purdue episode without talking about everyone that isn't Will Purdue. Like, that's kind of the most Will Purdue thing, you know? For sure. That's Purdue thing about it, dude. Like, what do you mean? We were going to talk about Will Purdue for 30 minutes? That's insane. Yeah, I learned more about Will Purdue listening to the intro to this episode than I ever, like, that's the most I've ever known. I didn't know he was from Florida. From the NASA capital of the world. What the fuck? And the fact that he's not even a notable person in his own hometown, like, but that is kind of Will Purdue. Like, he's there to blend in, you know? He's not there to, you don't want, you don't want to know Will Purdue is there. You don't want that. Yeah, and we and we love them for it. Also, how I play pickup. I'm just there to just kind of just exist and not get embarrassed on defense. Mm-hmm. That's what it's all about, man. Yeah, you can't really count on me for... We're going to 11. You can't really count on me for a single point in that game. But whoever I'm guarding... I love that. I haven't played with you yet, Jamal. We, we, keep, we keep missing each other. I'm excited for this run. I know, man. This is, this it's Look, I'm... I'm back. I'm back off IR next weekend. Don't trip, man. Beautiful. I've been getting my game together. Let's bring it home. Bulls make the playoffs. Yay or nay? Kenny DeForest, tell me now, please. Uh, the Bulls are going to make the playoffs. I think the ceiling is as a four seed. That that will require the uh, Sixers to be the dumpster fire that I think they could be, depending on how they handle the Simmons mess. Hey. I do think we have the potential to be better than the Celtics. We have the potential to be better than uh, just about anybody except for the Bucks and Nets. Uh, the Heat are going to be very tough. I have a lot of respect for what they did. But I just like our team, man. It's a blend of veterans. I think DeRozan is going to – is like maybe miscast as a lead dog these days. But at this point, man, he, he could be the third. He could, you know, he could be the alpha when he needs to be, but he can also be the third option for stretches of the game. And we got shooting, we got defenders, uh, the bench is nice and balanced, and uh, I believe in Billy Donovan. So I think we're going to be a playoff team, and I don't think we're going to be in the play-in. I think we're going to be in the playoffs. A real one? A real one. Uh, you guys are a six seed in my mind. Uh, we don't need to talk about the Wizards. This isn't a Wizards episode. Kenny, uh, <laughs> please tell the people where they can find you. You got a basketball story show. It's yeah. Well, I've, I did the one and I'm going to start a, I'm going to, I'm actually, it's funny. I just was thinking about how I really need to do that as a podcast, but so, you know what? I will plug it. It's coming. It'll be called hoop tales with KDF. And the basic hook is it's basketball stories from people that it doesn't matter what level you played at. It doesn't matter if you played, if you have a basketball story about the time you went to Madison square garden with your dad and a drunk guy threw up on his back that's a basketball story. So we're talking about that. Count it. So, um, but you can follow me on the internets. Uh, my preferred social media at this point is probably Instagram. It makes me want to throw my phone out the window the least. Um, I am on Twitter, mm-hmm. but I got a very volatile relationship with Twitter. So, but hey, if Twitter's your thing, follow me. I'll still, I'll still tweet where I'm going to be. I just don't know what else you're going to get from me these days. Instagram. 
we out here. Uh, subscribe to my YouTube channel too, because I'm about to start releasing a bunch of uh, clips from a special taping I did. So uh, Ooh, you can okay. just find me, Kenny DeForest, on all that stuff. That's D-E-F-O-R-E-S-T. Yes, you got to get your own name. I really wish I did. But there's a dude who uh, there's a dude who wrestled at Purdue, I think. Oh, um, wow. It all comes full circle. How about that? Once again, thanks for coming on the show, Kenny. Kenny DeForest, folks, park your car. Or even if you're on the highway, put your car in park and give it up. Kenny DeForest, folks. Thank you. Thank you, Jamel. Thank you. Much like you, we'll produce a real one. You know what I'm saying? Eee, it's the absolute truth, Ruth. Thanks for listening to NBA Storytime. I'm your host, co-writer, and stretch three on the floor, Jamel Johnson. Harry Swartout is our producer, co-writer, and a man heavily invested in rec specs. Daniel Hardigan is our script editor and the guy who mops up after people who fall down under the basket. Devin Shepard is our associate producer and the only one who makes sure we all get on the bus on time. Thank you, Devin. Haley O'Shaughnessy is our consulting producer and leading the league in bench points. John Yales and Peter Moses are our executive producers, and they also insisted on calling their own fouls. Real good to you guys. Got an idea for a story you want us to tell? Leave it in a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, and we'll put it in front of our Podcast Homeowners Association to see if we're allowed to make it sometime in the future. And I'm not repainting my fence. NBA Storytime is a Blue Wire podcast. Catch you next time. Next time.